welcome to the Parenting Podcast. Moms, wherever you are in your parenting journey, or however you became a mom, we want to come alongside, addressing your questions and concerns with helpful insight to lighten your load as we dive into the reality of parenting. We are your co-hosts, Cheryl and Ellen, and we want to share practical answers, but our goal is to have relevant discussions that give you heart and strengthen you both today and for the years ahead. So join us now at the TPP table as we share together, helping you flourish and bringing your heart hope. Listeners, welcome back to the Parenting Podcast. We're so glad you're here today, and we are rejoicing because we are in our recording studio, Mm -hmm. and you've been so patient with us with our technical issues that we've had repeatedly, and we are thrilled to tell you we have all brand new equipment, Mm -hmm. and everything works, doesn't it? We hope. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And we're really thankful. Just to let you know, we meet here at Vault 405 in Edmond, Oklahoma, Mm -hmm. and they are so gracious and good to us and uh, delight to be able to use their facilities, and we certainly appreciate what Mm -hmm. they've done. Yeah. So how are y'all today? Yeah. Well, I was late, but that's... <laughs> <laughs> so we gave you a demerit? <laughs> yes, I got, I, got, well, I got a big demerit because I was really late today. I had to help my husband on the way out. He needed something. And I was thinking about tardiness when I was uh, a young mom. And I remember I had a friend that said, you get 15 minutes for every kid you have. You know, oh, 15 no. minutes grace. Oh. So I wish I would have known that. Yes. <laughs> well, multiply that times five. Because <laughs> <laughs> <lot of kids. laughs> there was no matter how hard I tried. I'm I'm better now that I have no children in the home, but I still kind of tend to run late. And then today, like I said, I just I just lose track of time. I don't know what happens. I mean, I, we have clocks in every room yeah. and my husband's, uh, you know, former military. So he's super precise. Mm-hmm. My parents and friends have given me watches over the years. <laughs> I have some really beautiful watch jewelry, but I never wear them. And when I've given up, I've re-gifted them. But I just, I just have a problem with, I just get out of the time space continuum. And I look up and I'm like, it's 11.15 and I was supposed to be there. What happened? The last time I looked, it was 10.30. So my problem is I forget to allow margin. Oh. Okay. With parenting, I didn't even know the term margin. But I tried to think, okay, I can get this and this and this done. And, and then I'll go put on some makeup and then I have to do this. And the problem is if you don't allow for margin, one little thing and then suddenly, oh, I needed to leave at five after and now it's... 15 or 20 It's after. called being a time optimist. Yes. I think I <laughs> just say that phrase. Somehow that little seed of time is going to grow. Yeah. Yeah. My, I'm a margin optimist and think nothing's going to go wrong. Right. You know? And then I get in the car and realize, oh, no, I forgot whatever. I got out the other day and I didn't even have my phone. I went to church. I didn't even have my phone with me. And it feels really weird in modern society yeah, because I went yeah. the majority of my life without a phone. But It's like forgetting your purse. Mm-hmm. 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 And one of the things I realized is I don't know all my kids' phone numbers. Mm-hmm. 
Right. Ellen, I don't even know your phone number. Yeah. I used to, yeah. but I've forgotten them. Mm-hmm. And so I will tell you what I thought about that. So I went home and on a piece of paper actually wrote out numbers and put them in my wallet. Mm-hmm. So at least... I was going to say you could put them in your phone. <laughs> <laughs> that was the problem. Because right. I thought if something <laughs> happened... I would yeah. be able to get a hold of people. Yes. Our biggest tip for the day. <laughs> True. I need to do that, too. Yeah, I don't know any of my children's phone numbers. I know my husband's. What happens if you lose your phone or your phone gets damaged? Yeah. Anyway, so there we are. Well, I have an address book that I still use. At home? Yes. <laughs> I thought when you started to say that, you were motioning, writing on your hand. I was going, no, you didn't write it on your hand. <laughs> no. But now at least yeah, I have important numbers, you know. That's it, a good tip. Yeah. Well, it's just really different feeling. Mm-hmm. I remember my kids would say, how did you get along without a phone? How did you know? Well, we just didn't have the pressure. We didn't have that luxury. Right. And it was very interesting thinking about it, being out. How I went to a store and I thought, good thing I didn't have to look things up. And I'm watching other people look things up on their phone when they're there and it was just a step out of um, the world that we have mm-hmm. to step out and be without a phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you just it's, memorized your friends' numbers. I mean, I had all my friends' yeah. numbers memorized right. that I was close enough to, mm-hmm. you know. I can remember my number when we lived in Dallas. It was Fleetwood 26032. Because they had still had the word in front of it. I don't think you go back to <laughs> so they, they But they used to have words yeah. and then the rest of the numbers. Yeah. Yes. My, my help is you just set your clock fast. That's what you know. <laughs> I always, no, no, no. no. Days. Ten minutes. <laughs> Alan, I've been in your car because it doesn't matter. She goes, oh, it doesn't matter. It's, it's 15 minutes fast. It doesn't work with that. <laughs> well, it's a psychological thing. If you look at the clock and it's noon, but you know it's only 1145, but you know, okay, I've got 15 minutes to play with. Right. And so there, that helps me. But, of course, it drives my poor husband crazy because, <laughs> you know, he's on Zulu time or whatever half the time. So. <laughs> well, this is a good yeah. conversation mm-hmm. because I actually had on our list a question a mom said, how do I help my kids with time management? Because I'm terrible. Mm-hmm. So let's continue this mm-hmm. and just jump right in that because that's what we're going to do today, listeners. We're just going to go through some more questions you've sent us. Mm-hmm. So I like what you're beginning to talk about and preparing for margin with kids. You know, I remember your margin has to be so broad. Mm-hmm. I like to prep them instead of dumping it on them and go, quick, get in the car. We got to go right now. Giving them space, particularly younger, Mm -hmm. but my teens also, Mm -hmm. to give them space because that shows respect and values your child saying, okay, everybody, we have to leave in 15 minutes Mm -hmm. to give them some of that space. And then with the little ones, they don't understand that. So I've mentioned it before, but I think it's fantastic. Not a clock because... Well, digital clocks don't do kids any good. An analog clock, which means the hand moving, and sometimes everyone... The older ones can't do analogs anymore. They're all used to digital. My youngest, who is an engineer, he is not fast with analog clocks because he never never paid attention to it. But they have a time timer, and there are different brands, but you can set the minutes you want. It looks like a clock face, but you set the minutes, and the time to go is red. So it's not like just a clock. When it beeps, we have to leave. They can actually watch the movement of it 
So to say, oh, we can play this long or realize, oh, it's a tiny little bit of red. We don't have much time. Mm -hmm. And I would have loved to have had that because I like preparing my children Yeah. instead of lowering the boom. Mm -hmm. And there's all the tension and they're frustrated. Yeah. Yeah. There's chaos. Yeah. I I mean, I was more organized when I have children in the home. Now that I don't, I kind of drift through time a little bit more. (laughs) But, you know, we did the same thing. We did the prep hey, we're leaving in 15 minutes, so you have some time to pick up. Mm -hmm. And we just did the old school timers, Mm -hmm. and the kids were used to that. Yeah, Yeah, I use my phone timer a lot Mm -hmm. for myself. If I'm talking with someone or if I'm doing a task and I know I need to be leaving soon, it it really helps me a lot to to set that timer, do the countdown, just to alert myself. You know, especially, you know, if talking with a friend, I mean, I think that's, that's a great, you know, margin to be able to have with your friend to say, oh, my, you know, I have until 10 today. And then reminding yourself and reminding them, you know, if you really need to leave. And so I think that'd be something with with the children, too, since we all have our phones with us now. But it still is really hard. I mean, I was watching my daughter the other day trying to leave my house with uh, all of her children. And, you know, one's ready to go and three are still picking up. The other one has a dirty diaper. You know, it's you know, it's just, it's a lot. It's a lot. And I think that's where, as moms, we do have to give ourselves a large margin because you don't know all the contingency plans you're going to have to have mm-hmm. as you're trying to get out the door. And especially the bigger your family is, the more time you need. Mm-hmm. And the younger they are. Yes. Age. Also, that clock you were talking about, can you get that on Amazon? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's so look up time time for me to give to, you know, to my daughters. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a good, probably a good gift for me, too. But, <laughs> <laughs> right. Mike will be studying <laughs> for you all the time. <laughs> yes. And, yeah. And, I was thinking about time and that my youngest daughter really helped me manage time. Because she would have a dance class and the dance teacher told her, if you're supposed to be here, if class starts at 2 o'clock, 2 o'clock means you have your ballet shoes on, you are in class, in your spot, ready to go. So, you know, my, how I was optimistic with time would be, well, you're dropping your child off where they're supposed to be at 2 o'clock, mm-hmm. you know. And so she would, she started me in the habit of saying, okay, mom. You know, how long does it take from our house to the studio? Okay, it takes 10 minutes. I need to be walking in the door at 145. Anything past 145, I'm late. Mm-hmm. So she got me into this habit of, of thinking that way. If I'm supposed to be somewhere, how long is it going to take me to get there? When would I like to be walking in the door if I'm supposed to be meeting someone? And that's helped. When my kids were little, we did the five-minute rule. Now, I think we've talked about here that a lot of times that rule needed to be for me because <laughs> I'd be talking. And, yes. But it, it did help at least. So, you know, my kids are playing. They're having a good time. And it would be five-minute rule, you know, hey, we're going to leave in five minutes. Or maybe it was in five minutes going to start putting away the toys, mm-hmm. you know, if they're younger. In five minutes going to start, you know, cleaning up the kitchen or whatever. And I think even though there were so many times that then mom, you know, mom's going to start talking to her friend. <laughs> She's going to forget that even just the prep, though. I think it's the consideration that we're having for our children, um, the heart behind that instead of, 
it's our decision. We're all powerful. We're going to come in and say, let's go right now without thinking that just like us, they want to have time to finish up that conversation with a friend, finish up the game. And I think that's what that that quote unquote five minute rule kind of did like, hey, it's time to start thinking about that we're going to leave and and start finishing up what you're doing. It's a thoughtful thing. Well, I was going to say one of the things um, that helped me when my kids were young was to prep before we leave and put the stuff in the car. Yeah. And I still do that now. Mm-hmm. I will get uh, gather all the stuff we need, and I'll put it in the car ahead of time before we need to go, whether it was a diaper bag or my purse or the thing I was bringing to the event or whatever it was, mm-hmm. and then it was already in the car. So all I had to do was get children in the car and having them have all their stuff ready to go, and that would go in the car at least by, by the back door so it wasn't we were all scattered mm-hmm. trying to find things. Yeah, it was a big surprise to me, like just when Rebecca was a baby. And so we went back to school, and so I stayed home with her. And um, so, like, the big thing for me was to go to church on Sunday because I was home with a brand-new baby. And I was shocked because I realized to make Sunday mornings run real smoothly, I had to start about Thursday, particularly Mm -hmm. once I had two, Mm -hmm. that I started on Thursday being sure everything was ready so that it was smooth. I'm going to write down here to have some working moms come in. And what are they doing? Because I have compassion for that mom Mm -hmm. that has to be out. Mm -hmm. They have a deadline that's imposed on them. Mm -hmm. And then they have all of this we're talking about Mm -hmm. happens in real life. And one of the things I'm really excited about with this new equipment, with the technology, we are going to be able to do interviews. Mm -hmm. And I would love for us to have some working moms Mm -hmm. give us their perspective. It's a different situation, different world than working moms a long time ago. So that's thinking whether you're sending your kids out to school in the morning or definitely um, the bigger perspective of moms, I'd love to hear their techniques and ideas Mm -hmm. for how to keep their stress down and to have it run smoothly Mm -hmm. with margin in there for error. Mm -hmm. I think that would be great because I have such compassion for the restrictions of what they have Mm -hmm. on time like this. And so we're going to do that. If you're a working mom, hang in there. We want to address that as well. I really like what you're talking about because both of you have talked about planning, you know, and we talk a lot about the reason why we do things with and for our children. We want to keep our relationships with them as the top priority. And if we're always rushing around, Mm -hmm. you know, that's when I'm going to be my crankiest, Mm -hmm. gripiest, bossiest self. That's when I usually yelled at somebody. Uh End up lots of apologies. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. I know I didn't speak to you. The way I should. Right, which we all have to do Mm -hmm. because we all get into those stressful situations. But I like the emphasis on the planning. And and we're all going to have different strategies with that. But it's the time that we're taking to start on a Thursday night to think of Sunday. Or on the weekend, we're planning for getting up on Monday morning and getting the kids out and getting to work. It's it's that it's really important I think to so make too. a plan for it. Yeah. 
And probably the plan will fail. And that's part <laughs> and of renegotiating. And that's part of being a mom and a parent. Yes. You know, that we get we do all these things right and then like you said, someone needs a diaper change at the last minute or, you know, somebody's having a, some kind of meltdown in the corner and I think it's something as the kids get older we can start discussing with them also. You can ask them how how is this working for you? How are you feeling about our schedule in the mornings That's or good. getting you to your appointments or your practices? Is this working for you? And collaborate with your children. You want the same thing. We Sometimes we set up our relationships with our children where we're combative a lot because, you know, it's mom against children. Mm-hmm. Get out the door, get out the door. So I think the more we can collaborate. You're right. I think I was doing much better parenting to sit down and say, how can I help this work for you? Mm-hmm. What can we do? Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's surprising because their viewpoint is something I wouldn't have thought of. Mm-hmm. Well, mom, actually, I'm trying to do this other that you told me. And then you come in real quickly and, oh, no, now you have to change. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's someone who's uh, more diligent plotting in the way they do something. Mm-hmm. Or it's someone, you know, a different one. No, let's just wing it and do it the other way. (laughs) So I love that, to sit down, even when they're little, and take the time to explain why. Mm -hmm. Well, everybody has expectations. Yeah. From the time they're about one on, (laughs) they have expectations, and we all have to work on those. Mm -hmm. And that really kind of nips it in the bud if you can communicate clearly, hey, the expectation is we're leaving at 3 Mm o'clock, and that's in 15 minutes. At least if it doesn't take care of the problem, but we've laid groundwork for the conversation and for their understanding. And you're giving them back some of the responsibility. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, it's their appointment. It's their practice. It's their school. It's also up to them and, and to where you're not fighting yes. with them about it. And then if they left their books at home, <laughs> oh, yeah. you have to or decide, you. am I yeah. enabling by going back and getting it? Mm-hmm. Is this a time to do that, Grace, mm-hmm. or to say I'm really sorry? Mm-hmm. But that's part of the conversation. Oh, I yeah. think that can be talked about, too. I know. That's what I mean. A yeah. good conversation. Because mm-hmm. I think if I were in that position doing my best parenting, <laughs> I might go get it the first time and then say, okay, now we need to talk about this. Mm-hmm. And then we sit down. I like the phrase that you deal with it when it's an issue and you discuss it when it's not. Yes. So that in the situation, okay, we'll get it. I'll go back and get your sandwich or whatever. And then now let's sit down and talk about it. Mm -hmm. And if it's appropriate, saying next time I'm not going to go get it for Mm -hmm. you because I'm trying to help you learn. And, And so there's not the stress of the conversation when they're emotional or you are. Um, Well, they know the expectation. Mm-hmm. I, I'll have grace for the moment this time, but next time you're expected to not forget your shoes mm-hmm. or to have your stuff ready to go. And can I help you right. with that? Yeah. How can I help you? Mm-hmm. So good. Which yeah. is a yeah. great thing. But the bad thing is the time is out on us. We have Already? To wow. <laughs> okay. So please send us your questions. Mm-hmm. We want more. And some of these, I think, may become episodes, like I said. Mm -hmm. So you can DM us on social media, text or email to contact at theparentingpodcast.com or go to our website. All these ways, we need to hear from you because we want to stay relevant and we want to speak into what your real life is. 
Yeah, if you have your questions, we'd love to to help you oh, out with those. Point. Yeah, yeah, it's a good yeah. point. So remember, moms, hang in there, keep loving, keep persevering, because it's worth it. Thank you so much for listening to the Parenting Podcast. We hope it was encouraging to you and maybe gave you some new ideas to help or just a little lift in your parenting day. Remember, we drop our episodes every Thursday, so be sure to subscribe so you don't miss any. Like or share or leave your comments. We would love to hear from you. Feel free to go to our website, theparentingpodcast.com, where you can find talk notes and other resources. And of course, follow us on social media. We're glad you were here today and look forward to next time.